planet is heating up. People are restless. And the rich run everything. The revolution will not be televised, but it will be broadcast over the next hour live on Radio Chaser. Oh, yes, indeed. Welcome to the show as Sydney struggles to breathe. Andrew Hanson's here. Charles Firth is choking in the corner. Is that you, Dom? My name is Dom Knight. I can't see you through the haze. Yes, and look, as an asthmatic, I may have to just die at some point during the chat. And look, big thanks to the government for cutting fire services in the budget. That, hasn't that worked out oh, well? That's worked out really well, hasn't it? And uh, look, look, there's been a lot of people saying that the haze is a bad idea. Yeah, right. Like me. Oh, have you heard this? A lot have of you heard that ex- opinion expressed. A lot of anti, a lot of anti Hayes talk this morning. Yeah, I mean, I, I've taken up smoking because yeah. there's no difference. Yeah, that's right. In fact, the air quality in Sydney is supposed to be forty. It's the same as smoking forty cigarettes a day at the moment. Mm. Well, Which well, is you just, think of all the all the money you could save. It's good value. It's good value. Yeah, smokers are flying yeah. in from around the world. But I'll tell you what, us us pro Hayes people. Who believe that there should be more haze in Sydney? We're fighting back. Some people want clear air so that we can breathe properly. But these are the same people who tell you to exercise to improve your health. Now they say you shouldn't exercise because the air is so bad. Talk about a backflip. So which is it? The fact is, all the best cities have haze. Los Angeles, Beijing, Port Macquarie. Haze-hating oxygen junkies obviously don't want Sydney to be world-class. There are so many advantages. You can pick up a fresh salmon, walk around the block, and hey presto, beautiful smoked salmon. So next time you think the haze is bad, suck it up, sweetheart. The fact is that... Authorised by the Pyromaniacs Association of Australia. I'm speaking very fast because I'm losing my breath and I can hardly breathe. Radio Chaser on Sydney's Triple M. Sydney has the privilege of being one of the haziest cities in the world today. Our, our air quality is almost, but not quite, as bad as New Delhi's. It's pretty today. extraordinary, yeah, isn't it? And having been to New Delhi, yeah. I, it feels like travelling without even leaving Sydney. Exactly, such, exactly. Such a cosmopolitan and, city. And uh, I, I looked up the air quality readings earlier, and uh, guess who has got it worst in the whole of Sydney? Which pl- Ooh, Which suburb? Which suburb? Yeah, they do a uh, suburb by suburb breakdown. Do it, they, is, is it a low one that sort of it all sinks down into yes. like botany or something? Or no, it's Roselle. Oh, really? So if oh, you're Roselle. in Ros- Roselle. That's Sucked the in. worst. Yeah, yeah, because you got a little bit of extra from West Connex. <laughs> a little bit of a bonus <laughs> haze coming through. Oh dear! It might even might even convince that that uh, rug warehouse that's always closing down <laughs> in Roselle to actually, to actually finally close, close down. Yes. Anyway, um, I got a notification from my school, uh, my kids' school, just earlier, saying that the kids aren't weren't allowed to play outside today. That was mm. banned. And then they're not allowed to play in the pool after school today. And cricket is cancelled. Right, so oh, which means like best day, best day ever for nerds. Uh, well, I, exactly. I would have no, loved that. <laughs> no, no. But speaking as a parent, Andrew, oh, uh, you know, yeah. I am I'm prepared to accept a bit of haze. Uh, mm. You know, you know, you know, and I'm prepared to accept bushfires in general if it means getting you know twenty bucks off your electricity bill. You know, because you're not doing anything about climate change. But when it starts meaning that I have to spend more time with my kids. Then that's where I draw the line. I think we've got to do something about this haze. Yeah, that is bad. Yeah. It's, a, it's a it's a it's a parenting haze. Yeah. It's a forced parenting haze. Yeah. I think what you should you should take your kids camping. 
Yeah. Maybe just a little light a big bushfire. <laughs> Inhale some smoke together. Yeah. That'll really help with the bonding. But uh, no, the, I mean there are there are actually advantages in um, in this whole haze thing. I mean, I, I know lots of nightclub owners um, are, are actually selling their smoke machines. That's yeah, true. They don't need to buy smoke <laughs> machines anymore. Um, as we mentioned uh, earlier, it's forty cigarettes a day. Mm. All we've mm. got to do is plant some nicotine trees to burn down, and then it would actually be the full effect. I don't know whether nicotine what? trees exist. But oh, you know I see. I mean? so, oh, so people could, could actually get addicted yes. to Sydney. Yeah. Oh. You could be a Sydney addict. Yes. Oh, I can't stop breathing Sydney. I'm trying to quit Sydney, but I, I just can't. Yeah, great but, idea. But the best advantage of all this haze mm. is that, you know, if you're feeling unwell, you know, health authorities are saying you should just go home. So I'm... Guys, I'm feeling a bit unwell. Uh, um, good. <laughs> I, I gotta go. It's the haze, boss. It's the haze. Yeah. Radio Chaser, brought to you by the haze. Thinking of becoming an asthmatic? <laughs> Start today. The haze. Bit of a, a bit of a serious time on the show here, Charles Andrew. I just want to set some some things straight because mm. a good friend of our show, Prince Andrew, uh, has been in the news lately, and there's been a bit of scandal. Just a, just a whiff of. Of scandal, and people have been, uh, you know, printing hatchet jobs just because he went and stayed with a convicted paedophile. Yeah, just you know, just because he went and stayed there and did the interview that was a total disaster. And he's kind of the most hated man in the world right now. But I think he's been misunderstood. So oh, really? I've been back and looked at Andrew's biography, and I've been speaking to some of his people, uh, you know, close friends, Catherine Keating, that sort of thing. Mm. And um, <laughs> he's been misunderstood for many, many years. Just look at these things people are saying. People are saying that he once, um, for instance, hosted lunch at Buckingham Palace for the son-in-law of a, of a Tunisian billionaire dictator, right? Right. Now, it's so hard to remember which billionaires are crooks. Yes. I mean, have you ever tried yes. remembering? Mm. It's, it's impossible. Yes. Changes by the day. Mm. Uh, Fergie got in trouble, his ex-wife, for, for offering access to Prince Andrew for a million bucks and mm. said, if you give me a million bucks, I'll hook you up with him and you'll get it back tenfold. And look, Andrew is very good at getting publicity. She was right. Yes. Look at Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> well, that, all, of his, all of his friends end up in the papers. Doesn't sound like Prince Andrew is very difficult to get access to. No. Mm. It's a lot of money. Uh, also, he, he sold a mansion. He couldn't, he couldn't get rid of it. Uh, for years, it was $20 million. And he sold it to the corrupt president of Kazakhstan for $7 million more than the asking price. He got $27 mm-hmm. million for it. People are saying that's corrupt. I say that's good business. <laughs> well oh, done, Prince Andrew. That's just, that's just real estate. Is that, is that mansion just like a normal house in Sydney? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it is. Uh, he accepted a $30,000 necklace for his daughter from a Libyan gun smuggler. Look, by royal standards, that's a $2 <laughs> shop necklace. Does he have any normal friends? <laughs> Uh, I mean, who come no. from a country that people have heard of. No. Just... Well, uh, one of his friends was Colonel Gaddafi of Libya. He actually went to Libya <laughs> and had lunch with Gaddafi. You've heard of him. Yeah. You know? He had lunch with Gaddafi yeah, about, about getting... Uh, he, Gaddafi wanted to get one of his terrorist mates released from prison in the UK. Andrew yes. went and hung out with him, and the terrorist was later released. Now, Prince Andrew, he just loves freedom. But Yes, and Dom, haven't you had a, you know... <laughs> Lunch with We've a all, third world dictator it. to get somebody released. We've like, all flown to Libya. Yes. And, yeah. and, but look, uh, the, the thing uh, people are making the, uh, the most... I, I call that Tuesday. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. We're yeah. doing it tomorrow. He's just a relatable bloke, isn't yeah. he? He's relatable. And look, the most relatable thing, and people have really been hoeing into him for this, right? Uh, he's been complaining that it's hard to make do uh, with his royal stipend of just half a million bucks a year. Well, to be fair, in Sydney, that's actually true. Triple M, Radio Chaser. Hey, um, sex. It's, uh, the results have come out 
in this. Uh, this is what we're on about, isn't it? Mm. The Australia Talks thing, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, was that that, the... that show on ABC last night? Yeah, yeah. It was a show on TV last yeah. night. And they surveyed like 55,000 Australians, yeah. quite, quite a lot of people. It... Surveyed them about every, this and that, about what, what they think about all sorts mm. of different issues and whatever. Including, of course, sex. In all these surveys, they've always got a bit of sex in them, don't they? Mm. And now it turns out that they can actually rank from the results of this survey. They, they found out where people are having lots of sex in Australia, mm. where people maybe aren't having so much sex in Australia. So can I guess the top response? Uh, it's, it's not your place, Charles, I can tell yeah. you that. No, the bedroom. It's a, uh, no, we're talking suburbs. Oh, you yeah. mean oh, suburbs? suburbs. Oh, right. yeah, right. Suburbs. Oh, right. So yeah, this no. isn't like family feud. No, no. exactly. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> where are people no. getting no loving? What's what's going on? Well, I'm, I'm, I, look, I hate to tell the the people of Port Macquarie mm. this, but they have less sex than anybody else in the whole of Australia. Have you been to Port Macquarie? <laughs> yeah, I, I have. I thought the people there looked quite sexy to me, but apparently they can resist each other quite well. That's a flaccid town, Hanson. <laughs> uh, they were in the news yeah. last week for having the highest air pollution in the world. Maybe the two things are linked because <laughs> of the bushfires up there. Yeah. Well, I don't know. See, I mean, look, this is what the, this is what the statistics say. Can you really believe facts? You know, I mean, we, we live in an age where, you know, pff, we can disagree with the facts. Yeah. Maybe, I thought, maybe there's a less sexy place yes. in, in Australia than, than Port Macquarie. I mean, I'd, I'd love to hear from you yeah. on this. If, if you think that you know a place in Australia that's less sexy than Port Macquarie. Yeah. Let's say the least sexy place in Australia. Yes. Give us a ring on 13353. Tell us where it is. What's the least sexy place? Oh, well, well, I, let me think. No, you grew up in the Hills district, didn't you, Andrew? Which is very yeah. religious. So that must be shag, shag crazy up there. Look, yeah, I grew up in Pennant Hills, which is the home Ooh. of Philip Ruddock. And, and, and yeah. it's fair to say I was amazed that that did not top the poll mm. of, of the least... <laughs> Sexy place in Australia because anyone who considers having sex in Pennant Hills immediately thinks that Philip Ruddock lives down the street. Yes, and they stop. They just pack it all up, and and the action is off. I, um, I've got a nomination. What's I, yours? Charles? I reckon Gosford. Oh, you reckon Gosford might Central be the coast? Yes. What, what's, what, I, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you well, be you got inclined the, to do the business in Gosford? I mean, where would you go to do it? Like the best and less. Oh, I, I don't think the yeah. best and less would be a very sexy place. Boy, boy, Ari. Well, the trackside racing themed restaurant that they used to have. I reckon that would have been a bit of a bit of a bit of a venue. old Sydney. Could, old Sydney town. You could do the the shell, or you could do you could do it at the Maccas where they deal ice openly. See, it's probably a it's probably shag central gossip. Triple M Management assures you that whatever opinion you just heard about a valued sponsor is not at all that person's opinion or the opinion of anyone who works at Triple M. Hang on. Yes. yes. Charles, you meant the ice in the Coke that oh, they yeah, said. Yeah. Sorry, that's Coke. The, I that's that. what I meant, yeah. 13353. Right. Delicious, delicious fresh ice in the, in the scrumptious uh, Coke slushies available at McDonald's. We yeah. are looking for the least sexy place in Australia. So far, uh, no calls. No one's willing to nominate. <laughs> oh, but, come on. Nominate. You can nominate your own suburb if you like. I mean, Engadine? Yeah, Engadine. Oh, that's a good show. Yes. Uh, Unless you're into that sort of thing, though. Well, <laughs> if you are a brown shower man, then Engadine might be the thing. One, two, uh, three, five, three. The least, the least sexy, sexy place in Australia next. We've got, we've got a copy of the Chaser Annual to give away. Yes, you get a book. That's pretty unsexy as well. Triple M. Radio Chaser, brought to you by The Haze. Well, at least you don't have to think up any small talk, because, gee, it uh, really is hazy today, isn't it? The Haze. 
It's Radio Chaser on Triple M. Now, the ABC ran a big survey of Australia Talks. It didn't work out why the ABC isn't more popular, but they have figured out the place in Australia that is having the least sex. It is apparently Port Macquarie. Well, you want to know if that's right. Is that the least sexy place in Australia? Darren in Rudy Hill, what do you think? Hey, guys. Um, I reckon it had to be Bondi. Bondi? Bondi? Yeah, the reason being. Yeah, too many English people and uh, Kiwis there, mate. <laughs> yeah, it's those the, the, the teeth that probably turn you off, is it? Yeah, the, the stench of the kiwi, uh, kiwis and the palms, mate, you know? <laughs> All right. Mm, no, yeah, let's go not, to Leanne. Leanne, what do you think? The uh, least sexy place in Australia? Well, it's definitely not um, Port Macquarie because that's where my first love is. Oh. And oh. it was a wonderful, wonderful time up there. Ooh. Um, Sydney is really pretty, like, pathetic and it's so wi- widely spread. Yes, it's often said about Sydney, it's no Port Macquarie. <laughs> no, Port, definitely not Port Macquarie. All I don't right. know where they get that from. Noted. Uh, big survey is the answer. Shane from uh, Shane's on the line. Shane, what do you think? The least sexy place in uh, in, in Australia? That's well, probably where Darren just called from, mate. Rudy Hill. Ironically. Yeah, that well. is. Do you think but, that's why they called it Rudy Hill? Because they thought, well, we, we might as well just pretend that we're having sex. Because no one's doing it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, but on the but on the other side, the you know, Prince Andrew's um, probably sexiest place in Australia would be your minor. Oh, oh, that is a red card for the caller. Yeah. It's a red card. You're out for five. Also, he denies his allegations, and we can't possibly comment. Uh, Dave's <laughs> on the line. Dave, um, Dave, the sexiest place. Let's let's forget Prince Andrew, like everyone we're all trying to do. Uh, the least sexy place in Australia. What is it, mate? Hey guys, love your show. Thanks. Mate, gotta be Campbelltown. Oh really? Why? I've you walked through Campbelltown Mall before on a weekend. Uh, not oh. on a weekend. Yeah. What's it like? No, well, you know, any day. Oh mate, there's nineteen year old overweight women with four kids eating McDonald's at ten o'clock in the morning wearing short skirts. Oh, each to their own. That sounds good to me. Yeah, I reckon that sounds okay, actually. Mm. <laughs> you guys will have to go and check it out. All right. Yeah, I feel a bit of a Mac attack coming on right now, actually. <laughs> Jamie in Mount Pritchard, what do you think the least sexy place in Australia before the the walls completely fall off this uh, photo? Okay, there's a little uh, little suburb wedged in between Liverpool and Cabramatta, Warwick Farm. <laughs> What's wrong with Warwick oh. Farm? It's a shithole. <laughs> you, you want to walk down Hume Highway between Cabramatta and Liverpool, there is nothing good there. Oh. Right, we've got, I've got to agree with Jamie. I think we've got to give it to Jamie because, you know, sorry if you live in Warwick Farm, but he's right. Look, It's you, a total shithole. If you want to defend Warwick Farm, one triple three five three, ring up and tell us why you've got it wrong. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, congratulations, Jamie. You get the Chaser Annual, all of our least sexy content for 2019. Congratulations, sir. Yay, thanks, guys. Yeah, the Great launch chat. party's in Warwick Farm. It's been a bit awkward. Radio Chaser, brought to you by The Haze. It's like the whole of Sydney has its own smoke machine to create a moody effect, but nobody knows where the button is to turn it off. Turn it off, The Haze. So did you see uh, the Disney Plus Started. Oh, thank goodness. I was running out of streaming services. <laughs> That's right. But uh, have any of you guys signed up for it yet? Well, not yet. Have you tried it out, Charles? Yeah, yeah I've tried it out. Um, unfortunately, though, because they say, oh, you get a seven-day free trial, right? 
Okay. So I went to, I gave my email address and, you know, signed up and everything like that. And then mm. they want your credit card details even before you've tried it. And I don't know, this is a startup. Like this is, this is, you mm. know, this is the first day of this small business's operation. Mm. Yeah, this new thing with no uh, track record. How do, really. No track record. How do I know what they're going to do with my credit card Who details? Who is this Disney bloke? Who is this Disney thing? Oh. Yeah, because yeah. It's just a little, I heard it was a little sort of couple of millennials out of Adelaide, isn't yeah, it? Is yeah, right. Is that yeah, the ones? Probably. Um, anyway, yeah, I think it's a Mickey Mouse organisation. Oh, yellow card. Oh, yellow card. <laughs> that's bad. Yellow card. That's no, a warning. But I'll tell you what, I did sign up for it. And it was, I mean, it was, they had a few troubles in the US. Um, the, the server didn't load properly mm. and everyone got into trouble. But uh, it was great to see all the characters on the Australian servers on the customised 404 error service not available page. Um, it was really good to see all of them. <laughs> was it like up. goofy and dot all yeah, there with the error yeah. message? Oh, oh no, I made a mistake. I, I can't load yet. But um, yeah, no, it's it's going to be a really good service, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> Were you going somewhere with this, or have you got trouble loading well, your content, Charles? No, <laughs> I got a four hundred four well, error. I thought I actually thought this is honestly true. I thought that. Because we wrote a sketch about Frozen 2 coming out. Yes, we did. You know, a, a few months ago. Yeah, right? you're going to be thrown to it and in this I, break. I thought, I thought that was a joke. I, like, why would you ever do a sequel to Frozen? Because it made several billion yeah. dollars. And then, and then I saw on the service, it's, that's what's coming. Like, this is terrible. So here's a sketch about something that's actually turned out to be true. Alert. Alert. Disney is in the final stages of a full-scale attack on the parents of Australia. Oh, God, not another f***ing Marvel movie, is it? No, much worse than that. Reports of a sequel to Frozen have now been confirmed. Parents of girls aged three to six should place themselves on high alert. No, I literally just got let it go out of my head. It took me five years. To prepare for the release of Frozen 2, please gouge out your ear canals immediately. Okay, okay, here we go. Oh, oh, I've done it, I've done it. I, I can't hear anything. Alternatively, you could just turn down the volume on your TV and iPads. What was that last thing? I didn't hear that. Radio Chaser. Triple M. Yeah, now look, Israel Falau back in the news again. More uh, comments, this time linking uh, the bushfires and so on with the legalising same-sex marriage. Lots of lovely stuff from Israel. Uh, he does get in trouble quite a lot for these homophobic comments, doesn't he, Charles? I mean, uh, he was kicked out of the uh, you know the, the rugby team, the Wallabies, for, for this kind of stuff. Ah, uh, yeah. And look, I try. I actually disagree with him because I, I tried this whole, you know, the Bible will save the bushfires. Mm. And I went and put a whole lot of Bibles on the bushfires last night. Oh, no. And it didn't do anything. They just, actually, the fires got bigger. Oh, yeah, look, that, that might have been a... Might have been a mistake on your part. Now, uh, <laughs> look, he, he got in trouble with the rugby people. The, the NRL won't have him back. And look, Charles, the latest problem he's got, which is probably the problem that you share now, mm. having burnt the Bibles, is that uh, he's in trouble with God. And God's apparently no, investigating yeah. him for a breach of contract. And in fact, uh, Israel Falah's boss is on the line right now. God, are you there? Of course I'm here, Dom. I'm everywhere. So, in your divine opinion, God, is it fair that Israel Folau 
was found to have breached his contract. Very fair, yes, yes. He has not upheld the standards expected of a football player. In, in what way? Well, he's never publicly dangled his knob into a schooner on Mad Monday, has he? He's never once bubbled into his own mouth, and he's certainly never jabbed his finger up a fellow player's hellhole, which makes him a disgrace to professional football. That's a good point. Yeah, so, I mean, as for Lau's boss, uh, what sort of punishment will you give him, God? Well, I wasn't going to punish him at all, really, but I'm afraid I've been overruled by my own boss, Alan Jones. Radio Chaser, brought to you by The Haze. Wow, so this is what dystopia looks like. The Haze. Cat's pyjamas or cat's piss? Righto, Tommy and Charles, it's time for you to decide if these stories are cat's pyjamas or cat's piss. Now, I don't know if you're across uh, the music awards this week, but Beyonce's daughter has won a major songwriting award. Wow. Now, it's kind of not surprising that the talent runs in the family. What, what makes this kind of a, a little bit more interesting is that Beyonce's daughter is seven. Oh. Now, and she's seven years old. She's won this major songwriting award in America um, for a hit song because she's credited, right, as a co-writer of the song along with her mum and several other people. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, what, what do you think? I mean, has, has, she made a, has the seven-year-old made a significant contribution to uh, popular music? Well, I, I think that my kids deserve to get a driver's license because when I did, last did my driving test, they were in the car with me. Mm. So on, on the logic of, well, we'll put the seven-year-old down on the co-writing of the song, then my, I think my kids deserve their bloody driver's well, license. To be fair, actually, they've been providing for the past two years the ethical dilemmas segment. Um, mm. The content, I'm, I'm assuming you're sharing your paycheck with your children, are you, Charles? Is that yes, I am. That's the whole problem with Hello, kids. Hello, and Angus. Now, look, I think this is perfectly, perfectly reasonable. I, I want to see more of this kind of stuff. I mean, it all started when Jesus muscled his way into his dad's religion. And it's been going on ever since. You know, yeah. kids coming to work and just taking over. I'm all for it. Yeah, all right. Bring your kid to work day. Uh, now, there's a pair of gay penguins. Good mm. news Good news for penguins. Honestly, there is a same-sex penguin couple. Mm. Um, and they've, well, they've obviously got a bit of a parenting urge, mm. as same-sex couples do. So what they've gone and done, this same-sex... I should say this is in the in Holland. Oh, it's not happening of here. Of course same it's sex in pengu- Holland. Very European, yeah. same-sex penguins. Um, I bet you they make porn videos on the side as well. Well, you'll have to Google them. Why don't you just look up, uh, I can't pronounce it, Deer and Park Amersfoort <laughs> Zoo, if you can spell I've it. Got that hot, <laughs> I've got that bookmarked, actually. <laughs> and uh, yeah, One of my favourite hot sites yeah. for, for uh, a bit of penguin oh, on penguin oh, action. Oh, porn hoob. Incognito mode, though. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they want to raise an egg, this same-sex penguin, and they've stolen an egg. They've actually stolen oh. another penguin's egg. And they've started uh, sort of parenting this egg as their own. Well, now, this, what, what do you make of this? This is exactly what Lyle Shelton and Corey Bernardi said would happen. They did. They said it was a slippery penguin-filled yeah. slope, didn't they? <laughs> mm. Just you have <laughs> penguin, gay penguins stealing other people's eggs. It's come to pass, yes, isn't it? All because of gay marriage. Yep, yeah. Yep. It's actually it's it's also Israel Folau's been warning mm. uh, bushfires <laughs> and, and gay penguins stealing eggs. Israel yeah. has said that in its sermon. Very sensible stuff. Oh, look, what, what next? What's the next disaster that's going to happen? Uh, people people treat gay people kindly. <laughs> I hope not. No. Off to Antarctica with these gay penguins. All right, I say ship them off.